0: Hi and welcome to Rich in Relationship. And today I'm talking to Molaney Sharonikosis, the co-founder of Chapter Two Club. How are you, Molaney?
1: Hi, Rich. I'm ho- so happy to be here. I'm, I'm great. So happy
0: to have you here. We just saw each other last night.
1: I know. We did a wonderful workshop, or you did a wonderful workshop for Chapter you know, Two. It
0: was a, a group, gr- a group work for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so glad to have you here. And I know you're you're busy like all of us. So I really appreciate your time. And the first question that I ask everyone is, how did your passion, how did your heart lead you into the co-creation of chapter two and what's chapter two about?
1: Um, So I have been divorced for almost three years and my sister has been divorced for probably almost eight years now. And the original vision and passion was hers um, about five years ago. And she had started Chapter Two Club as a way, she realized that there was so much information out there online and everything was just jumbled up and it was just too much um, and she couldn't decipher it. And she really just wanted to have a group of female friends that she could kind of turn to and rely on for support and guidance who had been through it before, through her journey, Uh Um, she didn't have that. And so it was her original uh, vision to start chapter two club. And then um, when I went through mine about three years ago, um, during COVID earlier this year, she decided to kind of revive it because she had started it about five years ago, Uh then as more of like a blog, Blog post, uh, podcast, and then mm-hmm. this year uh, when COVID struck, we decided together to revive it and and go forward in making it so much more. So that's where the the vision started, and the goal of it is to bring together a community of like-minded women going through a breakup or divorce, um, and providing them resources and tips and mm-hmm. workshops, hangouts. Um, blog posts, video content, just everything that they might need to go through their journey to the next chapter. Um, And then in like a supportive and trusting environment with a bunch of girlfriends that have gone through it before and also getting resources and tips from experts in the field like yourself.
0: Awesome, awesome. So it started out as a podcast and a blog post. And my understanding is that that had some pretty good traction
1: Yeah. Yeah. She got really good traction. I think we had, or have like 15,000 Facebook followers on that. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. So she must've been putting out some really good content. And now what you're doing is you're taking that energy, that momentum um, and that the spirit of that content and transforming it into something even more impactful.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: I, I love the idea of a hangout A sisterhood, a place where you can get tools, a place where you can connect with other people. And it makes so much sense, especially given how much connection we're all doing right now.
1: Yeah. And it's nice, you know, because during COVID, everything is online. And so we're able to, you know, women are able to just, you know, look at the content and get the resources they need from the comfort of their own home and feel you know, safe and secure and that they've got someone that's you know got their back and it's been through it before.
0: Great, and so when did, when did you formally launch the, the club?
1: Uh, we formally launched Chapter Two Club's website um, probably about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, let's say.
0: Yeah, and yeah. what kind of content are you generating so far?
1: So right now we have blog posts, podcasts, we have uh, virtual workshops, we have video clips, we have hangouts and we have um, just a bunch of resources and information from experts in the field along with stories from members and people can also post questions. We've got the Facebook group, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, you anyone... got 10 million
0: ways of posting. You, and if you actually want to connect with people live, you've got the Facebook group, um, you're, doing, you're doing some Google Hangouts, you're doing uh, some educational pieces, but I, I, I guess the educational pieces are less connective and more resources.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. And so actually, since we're in it, right? If, if I were a divorcing woman and I were looking for such a place, how would I find you and how does it work?
1: Um, so just go to chapter2club.com and you can see all the different um, categories of information that might, you know, speak to you and um, you can sign up for a workshop, you can watch any of the videos and listen to any of the podcasts, uh, you can go on our Facebook page and connect with us there, uh, follow us on Instagram Twitter. YouTube. Yeah,
0: if I just want to check, what's the difference between being a member and being someone who's checking you out? How does that work?
1: Um, so right now, um, right now, membership's free. So if you sign up to be a member, it's free for the first year since we're kind of in this beta stage. What um, a deal. What, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, we're still working out the kinks and things and we would love to, to hear everyone's input on what they need and, and what they find useful so we can kind of, you know, craft, the, uh, website, you know, and cater it specifically towards what everyone, you know, wants most. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's yeah. free,
0: but you know, what you're hoping for is feedback. Uh, yeah. I mean, or maybe it's more than feedback. Maybe it's like people really sharing what, what they need. All right. This is working. And yeah. what's missing is.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we think we know what generally is working just because we both have been through it before, but obviously we want to hear from our audience and, and support them through their journey. So if we have, if there isn't anything on our site that, you know, people are missing, we would love to be able to, you know, add that to it.
0: And you mentioned earlier that you have some content categories. What, What, what do you have there?
1: Um, So content categories is like a new start, um, dating, uh, co-parenting, ex-relations, health, beauty, and home. There's tips on like, you know, servicing your car. There's Mm -hmm. tips on fashion um, from fashion experts. There's tips on like home design. So we've got like a home health beauty section along with, you know, um, financial advice, um, you know, um, court systems, legal advice from wow. experts. Um, what else? Uh, there's divorce coaches that are that are contributing. There's uh, psychologists. There's licensed marriage and family therapists. There's licensed social workers, such as yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, just every category you can think of that you might go through. Through a breakup or divorce, we have the resources that um, that you might want. It doesn't replace, you know, you needing to hire an attorney or finding a therapist for yourself, but it's it's just a a, a way for you to kind of gather information that maybe it's going to save you some money, you know, before you actually need to hire those people.
0: So let's let's talk about that for a second. Let's say yeah. that your new like the. Uh, To divorce maybe uh, you've just filed or maybe you've just received your papers or maybe you're thinking about it and you're looking for resources like chapter two offers where would you start that person out what is the what are the first things they really need to learn about
1: um well they can just go on the website and kind of look at the different categories and see what um, caters to them but we're actually in the process right now of putting together a more customized uh platform so that they would be filling out like a questionnaire and then the content that speaks to them, whatever stage that they're in, in their breakup or divorce that would then get Mm -hmm. fed to them.
0: Yeah. So so I, you know, I'm hearing that you've got, you've got resources on the divorce process. So I'm imagining if there isn't already, there's probably going to be content like Um, different kinds of divorces that are out there depending which is tricky because you're you're probably international uh, if not national and and in in america it's different in every state
1: yeah so the the content that's from the experts are um you know they obviously live in states and the state by state is you know they can only speak to those states right but um so the information that we provide is kind of like uh an overview,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you know, but you obviously wherever state you live in, you need to, you know, contact those.
0: But I think pretty universally, you can say that there's a choice between uh, litigation and mediation. So you could educate people on the distinction between them. And in some states, there's what's called collaborative divorce. I don't think all states have that yet, which is somewhere in between mediation and litigation. Yeah. And then, and then there's all there's all the good stuff that follows that. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if you're getting divorced and you have children in your life, there, there's so much that you yeah. need to co-parenting, do.
1: co-parenting, we've got a lot of content and we're gathering a lot of content from different, um, um, resources and experts on co-parenting. And that's a big, big topic. Cause that kind of touches a lot of, um, you know, I have kids myself. Um, my sister has kids and everyone's at a different stage on an age, you know, of their kids. So there's, there's a lot of issues with that, you know, and a lot of resources. Help people
0: me. people love a, a good story. Are, are you game for telling us a story?
1: Sure. <laughs> what do you want to know?
0: All right. So um, when you for when you got when you first got divorced to when you finished the divorce, yeah. what, what were the things that really helped you?
1: Um, well, mine luckily was very amicable, and so. What really helped me just personally through it is um, making a list, I'm a huge list maker. Mm-hmm. And um, I needed to kind of write out the steps I needed to take to go through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually also helped with the website as far as the content that we're putting up there, you know, things that, that you know, people need to know and, and, and do through their process, right? Um, but for me, that was really helpful in kind of like checking off. Okay. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. You know, I need to find an attorney. I need to find a therapist. I need to, you know, contact my, um, tax, uh, uh, CPA. I, you know, just all the different things that I needed to do logistically. Um, I writ- wrote down in uh-huh. like this Excel spreadsheet and that was really useful for me. Um, And then there's the emotional aspect of it. You know, you need to, you know, find a therapist or a divorce coach and kind of just do a lot of self care and self introspection. And, you know,
0: very wise.
1: I think there's really two sides of divorce, right? There's the logistical thing, then there's the emotional, and there's steps for both, right? And I think you need to do them at the same time as you're going through it um, because both are really important.
0: Very well said. What are some of the things that you did to take care of yourself in that process? I mean, I heard part of it was you got some outside help, but what else did you do?
1: Yeah, I was, um, so for the emotional part, um, I used to belong to a gym um, and I used to do-
0: Those were the days.
1: (laughs) A certain workout routine. And one of the things that I, I I knew that exercise was still important, but one of the things that I did was I switched to yoga because Mm -hmm. I felt- was more healing for me, you know, and and everyone's different, right? Not everyone is into yoga, but for me personally, I found the exercise routine that spoke to me and that helped me heal emotionally through that process. And yoga was really one of those um, exercises. Yeah,
0: no, I can see that, you know, uh, part of trigger management, I think I get to do a presentation on this with you in the future. Part of trigger management is all about growing your cerebral cortex, the part of your brain that's thinking and aware and shrinking your amygdala, which is the one that's always looking for danger. and, uh, And yoga is a form of mindfulness. So it's really calming. And what's really cool about it is you not only are calming your mind, but you're also pushing all that cortisol and adrenaline that's been built up from anxiety and from confrontation out of your body at the same time. I could see how that would be really healing.
1: Yeah, it really was. I highly recommend it. And then, you know, switch, I mean, I'm kind of like three years in now to my divorce and um, I'm not as, um, I, I'm able to kind of move forward with, you know, myself. And so I, I bought a Peloton bike and so I'm doing that workout now and that's um, working out great. But I still do, I still integrate yoga, but I, I needed it more so when I was going through the beginning stages mm-hmm. of it. And the other thing that was really useful for me um, for emotional support was um, positive quotes, Mm self-affirmation, you know, that type of thing. I had like this list. I found like this list of um, quotes, you know, positive quotes. Mm -hmm. And I had them written down on my phone and like in a little note. And I looked at them like every day, every time I felt like I was going into this downward spiral, Mm -hmm. spiral. And that really helped me pull out a bit. And I have to say today, I don't look at them at all. So
0: yeah, well, they they become a part of you. You know, it's, that's, it's this whole thing of um, our unconscious mind is talking to us all the time. And sometimes it's not talking the most positive stuff. And through using affirmations, you know, we're literally reprogramming that uh, and saying, I'm not going to receive that thought. I'm not going to receive that negativity today. That's, that's not the direction I'm going in. And when I, yeah. I, I'm actually I'm, I'm reading this book. I've, I've been telling everyone about it. I've been reading this book called TED, which is a, a story. It's actually kind of a parable. A parable. I think I think the guy may be in recovery who wrote it, but apparently it's very well known. I don't know why I haven't found it yet. But he's talking all about how uh, the mindset that we approach our day with uh, is it colors everything. Yeah. So if we're feeling uh, resentful, like we were talking about last night. If we're feeling resentful or victimy, you know, our whole day is going to be colored by that yeah. victim, and everything's going to look like a, a trap or an opportunity to get abused. Or if we're resentful, it's we're going to we're going to be reacting resentfully to everything. And also, studies show that if you start your day with five things that you're grateful for, that'll actually reset your mind so that you start being grateful for everything throughout your day. And it generates a whole different experience. So long way of saying that act of working with affirmations and sort of combating that negativity, super, super important.
1: Totally agree. I actually had downloaded one of those gratitude apps and it was like uh, every day at eight o'clock, it would like ping me and say, you know, what are the three things you're thankful for? That was helpful too, but I have to admit that I haven't done that <laughs> in a while. I think I just got through the stage and I just didn't need it anymore. So yeah, I'm not in um, space like I was back then. So it was very helpful when I was in that space, but I, I kind of like left it alone.
0: This thing of taking care of yourself and really taking care of your mindset is so yeah. important. in the you, I mean, you said you had a very amicable divorce. And yeah. the, of course, the first place I went as well, you know, they, they were probably just really nice people. But what I'm hearing now is that you did the things that you needed so that you weren't focusing on what a jerk he is and, uh, you know, how horrible the experience was. You were working, consciously working at staying right. focused on the prize you know on on what the light at the end of the tunnel and knowing it's not a train you know right. and that's probably that's probably contributed so much to it being amicable
1: right but i'm it's also you know it hasn't been consistently that way post right so we we still have our ups and downs so i still you know i'm There's not, a
0: reason why people get divorced.
1: I'm not coding like a sugar fairy tale story here but yeah. uh, you know yeah, it's it's it, 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 work
0: yeah yeah you still need to work things through afterwards yeah, yeah actually that's the, the piece that I'm always educating people on is that the, people think when they sign the divorce papers, oh, finally it's over. But actually it's really just the beginning because especially if you have children, if you don't have children, it really is over. Right. Like if you don't yeah. have children and get divorced, they may never talk to each other again and it's fine. But people who right. have children, they're connected through those children That's forever. Okay. And so you're still, either you're still having the same dynamic that you were having when you were married, which is unpleasant, yeah. you're just having it a lot less. Now you can go to your own house and close the door yeah. Or you figure out a way around or through that for the sake of your children. It's it's a challenge.
1: Yeah, it is challenging. And learning something every day, and then just parenting by itself. You know, forget about whether you're divorced or not. You know, just we're all new at parenting and figuring out as we go along. You know, and I think whether you're married or divorced, you still have the same parenting issues as your kids age, right? So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And the other thing that I always like to make people aware of in the divorce process is when the divorce is over, that's for the actually for the children, the worst moment. They think, oh, now things are going to get better. But for the children, the finality of the divorce, all through the divorce, the children are having this weird combination of feeling responsible and hoping that their parents are going to work it out anyway, even though it might be the worst dynamic, the worst arguments ever. They're still hoping. you know. Right. Uh, and then when the divorce goes through, they're like, oh, well, that ship has now sailed. And that first year after the divorce ends is when we really need to focus on the kids the most.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kids then You're
0: are- telling me that your kids are in a pod right now, studying right now, so you must have rocked that.
1: <laughs> They're teenagers. They just want to be with their friends, so.
0: <laughs> Normal and natural. Yeah. <laughs> Normal and natural. So what is the- if you, if you were gonna go back and change one thing about your divorce, what would it be?
1: Ooh. Um, hmm. Knowing
0: what you know now and knowing that that's a ridiculous question to ask because we are where we are.
1: Yeah, that's a hard one. Like logistically or emotionally?
0: Whatever fits.
1: Um, I think logistically, I probably would have taken emotion out of it and would have been um, smarter about some of the logistical decisions that I made. Um, And instead of, um, you know, being accommodating, I probably would have tried to listen to my um, attorney. Mm. I I don't want to go into any details.
0: (laughs) No, no, of course not. Uh, But so what it sounds like is it sounds like uh, some unprocessed feelings may have gotten in the way there.
1: Um, just, I was more accommodating than I than I probably right. should have been. Yeah. Well, and-, and and I think women in general tend to be that way. Um, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but I just feel like we need to, you know, own our value and and worth and. Um, and recognize that realize that know it, um, own it, and um, you know, do what's legally fair and and right. I
0: love that super empowering. (laughs) Very direct, very honest, thank you. So last question. What's the legacy you wanna leave behind?
1: The legacy I wanna leave behind for chapter two club is, you know, is is ongoing. And it's just so that Every day, every week, every month, every year, that uh, if a woman is going through a breakup or a divorce, that they know they can come to Chapter Two Club as kind of like the catch all, one stop shop for women, helping women through this difficult time. And, you know, the ability to know that they're not alone, they've got girlfriends that can help them, whether Um, They're on the East Coast, West Coast, different country. um, And they can find all the resources they need to kind of get through both the logistical and the emotional process onto their next challenge.
0: You know what I love about West Coast, East Coast, different country is uh, I remember when I was going through my divorce. I had phone numbers of people who were in very different time zones because yeah. at two in the morning when I needed to talk to someone, I wanted to make sure I wasn't waking them up. So <laughs> I love that because by having that diversity of time zones, there's a diverse availability of friends.
1: Yeah. And, and, and really, you know, when it comes down to, you know, we're all, we all have, to, we all maybe have different um, ways of going through breakup or divorce, mm. but- um we all need resources and support you know and so we want to be the place that people can feel comfortable coming to for everything so.
0: and one more time what's the url for chapter two
1: it's chapter2club.com so it's so easy yeah and it'll be
0: club.com. it'll be in the notes wherever this video blog or podcast appear and uh, the people on facebook who are watching now or who will be watching in the future will have it also great yeah, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be getting to know you and to be, as, to be supportive in this process. I really, I love your mission and what you and your partner are about.
1: Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here and I'm so happy that you um, get to be one of our contributors on chapter2club.com. You're a
0: t- your token male.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, you are. <laughs> well, for now.
0: All right, have a okay. great
1: day. You too.